I agree with you that it should be treated like a business deal, but every business has to have its own terms and its own kind of currency. And in love, the currency is virtue. You love people, not for what you do for them or what they do for you. You love them for their values, the virtues. You don't love causelessly. You don't love everybody indiscriminately. You love only those who deserve it. The philosophy of objectivism was initially developed by the writer-philosopher Ayn Rand, notably in her novels The Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged. It would sound contrived, if not difficult, to explain this whole philosophical system in a few minutes, but I will try my best to give what I understand of objectivism, especially in the context of love and happiness. Objectivism as a philosophical system has been ignored, if not totally rejected, by academic scholars and philosophers. But it has gained popularity among people, especially those who fight for freedom and liberty, because in its essence, it supports free thinking and a free society. It is often compared to the virtue of selflessness, or what they call altruism which has been the central virtue by most religions, notably that of Christianity. However, objectivism sees altruism as evil. The principal tenets of this philosophy is that, number one, reality is objective. It is what it is, and we can't will it to be something else. Second, reason is the absolute. Reason is all we have and need. Being the constant, for anything to be logical, there should be no contradictions. And third, morality in objectivism is the pursuit of selfish happiness. Objectivism captures attention in its definition of morality, which is the pursuit of selfish happiness. This is against everything that we have believed and have been taught even by the great and influential thinkers in history, which is selflessness is the ultimate good. In an interview with Mike Wallace on 1959, Rand explains her philosophy in the context of love and happiness. Your husband, is he an industrialist? No, he's an artist. His name is Frank O'Connor. Does he live from his painting? He's just beginning to study painting. He I was see. a designer before. Is he supported uh, in his efforts by the, uh, by the state? Most certainly not. He's supported by you for the time being? No, by his own work, actually, in the past. Well, I know. By me, if necessary, but that isn't quite necessary. And there is no uh, contradiction here in that you help him. No, because you see, I am in love with him selfishly. It is to my own interest to help him if he ever needed it. I would not call that a sacrifice because I take selfish pleasure in it. I say that man is entitled to his own happiness and that he must achieve it himself, but that he cannot demand that others give up their lives to make him happy, nor should he wish 
to sacrifice himself for the happiness of others. I hold that man should have self-esteem. And cannot man have self-esteem if he loves his fellow man? Christ, every important moral leader in man's history, has taught us that we should love one another. Why, then, is this kind of love, in your mind, immoral? It is immoral if it is a love placed above oneself. It is more than immoral, it's impossible. Because when you are asked to love everybody indiscriminately, that is, to love people without any standard, to love them regardless of whether they have any value or virtue, you are asked to love nobody. But in a sense, in your book, you talk about love as if it were a business deal of some kind. Isn't the essence of love that it is above self-interest? Uh, well, what would it mean to have love above self-interest? It would mean, for instance, that a husband would tell his wife, if he were moral, according to the conventional morality, that I am marrying you just for your own sake. I have no personal interest in it, but I am so unselfish that I am marrying you only for your own good. Well, should would, husbands and wives Would any woman up? like that? I agree with you that it should be treated like a business deal, but every business has to have its own terms and its own kind of currency. And in love, the currency is virtue. You love people, not for what you do for them or what they do for you. You love them for the values, the virtues. You don't love causelessly. You don't love everybody indiscriminately. You love only those who deserve it. Man has free will. If a man wants love, he should correct his flaws, and he may deserve it, but he cannot expect the unearned. There are very few of us, then, in this world, by your standards, who are worthy of love. Unfortunately, yes, very few. But it well, is open to everybody to make themselves worthy of it, and that is all that my morality offers them. If they will A way to make themselves worthy of love, although that's not the primary motive. <laughs>